Hello and welcome to episode 254 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. The pre-show was Old Men Yell at Technology. Oh boy, I'm sorry <laughs> for that, patrons. But uh, we were trying to do uh, a, a, a new thing on the podcast another time. Because we didn't quite get there. We got so close. We got so close. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, the fact that the content gods have provided us with... Uh, uh, content. Yeah, MTG, <laughs> MTG Weekly with like stuff in it. So yeah. we're going to talk about that for a little bit. And then maybe we'll get into a little bit of limited and maybe a little bit of like uh, cascade deck shenanigans. Yeah. Um, I had a couple thoughts. I, I don't know if we're going to get to it or not. There's a, a good amount of this, uh, the MTG weekly content that we should probably cover before we get into that. So if we get to it, we get to it. If not, we'll, we'll talk about it next week or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, discord, uh, X, uh, X, X. uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter, uh, or email, all those links are in the description. Like, click on those, say hey, let us know what's going on, what you want us to talk about. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, if you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with a TCG player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Surf on over there using that link, and anything you purchase will help to support the show. Easy for you, uh, really helps the show out, so we'd appreciate it. If you want to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Uh, head on over there, chip in a couple bucks, however much you feel like, and uh, you get access to the Patreon perks, which are our show notes, our disaster of a pre-show this week. I apologize again for that. Um, and you get put on my mailing list for when I have swag. I know I'm a little late this time around. I'm working on something really cool. It'll be worth it when I'm done, I promise. Um, and I'll get it done as quick as I can. It'll be cool, though. So stay tuned for that. Um, if any of that sounds good, or if you just want to support the show, like I said, patreon.com slash casualtryatmtg. You can chip a couple bucks in and support the show that you love and that we love making. Yes. So we are going to talk about um, uh, updates to bans and, like, banning policy. This is... Uh, uh, kind of the famous wizard's announcement of an announcement. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Like, I didn't know this stream was happening, and I know you didn't know this stream was happening. Um, shortly after it went live, I saw some rumblings on X about them changing the band schedule or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not really what they're doing. Um, they're kind. They're altering the window a little bit. Where what was it before? Like two weeks after. Two weeks after they said. Um, now they're giving themselves a window. So instead of it just being two weeks after a major set, it's going to be two to five weeks afterwards so that they have a little bit of time to assess or whatever. They're not locked, locked into a schedule. And then they're going to do, um, the additional band window at rotation mm -hmm. that they had all of that stuff like was already in place. So none of that is really changing except that they're opening that window up a little bit for the after set thing. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that they did say though, was that they're going to try and like any bands that affect standard aren't going to be 
or they're going to try not to have them be right after a set release. They're going to try and save those for um, the rotation ban announcement. Okay. So that that is, a, I don't think that's something that they had clarified before. So basically they want to use the like fall window for standard only. Yep. Okay. And then the other ones are going to be for some of the other formats. Gotcha. To kind of keep them in line. So, I mean, which is good because like it definitely has felt like some of the other formats have been um, abandoned. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yes, yes. Abandoned. Abandoned. <laughs> I wasn't even trying, but we did it. Um, <laughs> so, um, the the first like thing we're going to look at is Pioneer. And they're saying this is like the largest format getting cards exclusively for main set releases. Mm-hmm. So, like... It, I mean, there's really only two formats that do that, Standard and Pioneer. True, true. So... Um, it's not hard to classify it as the largest when the other one is standard. Very true. Very true. (laughs) But it's, um, so it is other than standard, the easiest format to break with a standard release. Correct. Right. Like modern has significantly more power level. So even if there is some like wonky combo or something, you, uh, you have a way to, you usually will have a way to deal with it mm-hmm. because there's so much higher level, higher power level cards. But yeah. Pioneer is kind of in that sweet spot of it's powerful, but you don't have as many like answers. So it's easier yeah. to kind of like push something over the edge. Yeah. What I thought was kind of weird was that the way that they described Pioneer as the largest set getting cards exclusively from main set releases. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the recurring things that we'd been talking about is how Pioneer's the new Modern and Modern's the new Legacy. Yeah. And like that used to be Modern's claim to fame. Yes. Was that it was the largest format that got cards exclusively from main set releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now like you don't get the Commander cards in Modern, but you kind of get everything else. Yeah. And realistically... Like the commander cards really impact legacy like they used to now that we have fire design and like 10 sets a year or whatever crazy not, amount of cards that we're getting. Not as much. Yeah. Right. Like, like there was the, the turtle thing. Kappa Cannoneer was a thing for a minute, but yeah. that only lasted until Merktide was printed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, like there's been some Lord of the Rings cards well right but they're not commander products anymore yeah right? yeah well i guess the like there are they're like the commander pre-con decks which used to give us cards but that now there's like the commander draft things and so there's yeah. like creative technique which isn't yeah. like a super big deck but like all the cascade cards from the various like commander products that are in that yeah um and other little little Odds and ends. But yeah, it used to be that like almost every commander set release you could count on like one or two cards to go into uh legacy. Yeah. But I don't think they need to do that anymore, right? Like those sell well, well enough. The, yeah, the well yeah, they don't need to sell commander cards to legacy players because like commanders 
by a mile the most popular format. Yeah, and it, like if they want to put something that's higher power level into the format, they can do that through any number of the modern sets. You know, Modern Horizons, Lord of the Rings, whatever else we're getting. Yeah, or like the the commander like draft products. Right, like Commander yeah. Masters or Commander yeah. whatever Legends. thing. Legends, yeah. Like there's there's yeah. plenty of ways for them to get those cards in the format. Cause it used to feel like they'd there'd be like one or two like low mana value, high power cards in the in the uh commander precons yeah. as like a plant for like we can get some legacy nerds to buy this. Or, like, stores will crack these because they want to have this single. Mm -hmm. And now they they don't really have to do that. Like, they're just like, oh, we're going to sell a bajillion of these pre-cons. Right. And we can put this card in something else. Mm -hmm. So, um, I like, there will be changes to Pioneer on December 4th. Yep, they they announced that. So that is a thing that's going to happen. And we were trying to get some of this on the show. That's what the pre-show was about. So apologize in advance for that. But there was, like, they, they had some discussion around this. And they didn't come out and say, but from the discussion, it sounded like that they saw that there was a problem with the Discover deck. Mm-hmm. And they saw that there's a problem with mono green. Okay. And it sounded like they were going to do something about both of those. It's only taken like two years for them to realize that the mono green deck was a problem. Yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to try what what we were trying during the pre-show, though. Because they they kind of explained themselves a little bit. And... Obviously, like, I'm not the one that's going to take anything Wizard says at face value because mm-hmm. I don't trust the thing they say anymore. Um, but it sounds like they're changing their philosophy a little bit. Okay. Because, because I, don't, I don't know exactly why, but it, it kind of sounds like it's not as important as it used to be, so they can kind of loosen it up a little bit. Um what I gathered from this was that they're now starting to look at more than just win rates. The the clip I would hear uh, as we were setting up was talking about, like, fun. Well, and, th- that was like a whole nother part of it. But okay. there was also part of that that I clipped out that actually wasn't in the thing I was trying to present that was talking about how um, during Affinity Standard... Mm-hmm. Um, win win rates were in check because people were main decking Shatter. So -hmm. the numbers didn't look as bad as they really were, but nobody was showing up to events. So if you looked at the format based on the numbers, everything looked fine, even though it was incredibly warped. Um, But the reason that they had to take action was because like people just weren't playing at events because they weren't having fun. Yeah, because you had the main deck shatter, right? Um, I mean, that has been. We've talked about this in like other situations, uh, where like 
when you're to the point where you have to like main deck graveyard hate or main deck mm-hmm. artifact hate, that means that like things are broken. Right. And you're like trying to do your like Hogak when you played four ley lines main deck. Yeah, you, there's an issue there. Right. And so like well, the, when Hogak played four ley lines main deck for the mirror. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like that's when you know there's a problem. <laughs> But, like, if you're in a situation where you're like, well, I have to play, you know, like, uh, kind of like Oak, uh, Oka Winter, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, people were, like, playing main deck Aethergus. Right. Because it was live because green was, green and red were so good. Yeah. Or mainly green. Um, so, like, oh, it doesn't look that bad, but it's like, we've warped the entire format where we're playing a, like, situational hate card. Yeah. Like, there's not really... The thing is, there's not really a situational hate card for three mana four fours. Correct. And three mana four fives. <laughs> right? There's, there's just not like, a, oh, I have a good hate card for this. Like, there's not like, just like... Uh, what is... What is it? Death Grip? Yeah. Like, black, black, kill a green permanent or something? Yeah. Or black, kill a green permanent? Um, death Mark? Death Mark. There you go. Yeah. Um... So it's good, like, what's like? I think the ban would have to be like Karn. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that would have to be the ban. Um, that also sounded suspiciously like what they were talking about when they were trying to be vague about what's coming next week. It's like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, them having a, a mana sink, you know, and a, and a, in card advantage and like answers for whatever they need it's like oh you're describing a particular four mana planeswalker right i mean the deck will still be like you just i don't know you play vivian and you play a vivian in that spot or like yeah nissa like there's any number of cards that like fill that role and like don't invalidate artifact strategies and don't just give you access to your sideboard at all points right so like that would be good though uh uh (laughs) <laughs> not really getting to use these cavaliers as uh as as intended but that's all right they're just sitting yeah. on the desk we're not so gonna use them anyway you were gonna put them in elementals anyway don't kid yourself yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe um so yeah so um that is that is good and then did they did they mention something about uh them casca- uh, them uh discover boys um, not as much as they did with mono green, okay. uh, but they did, they did say that the, they thought the deck was a problem. So I don't know if they actually came out and said the deck's a problem, but when they were talking about fun in the format, um, they mentioned a couple times just dying on turn three Yes, and how like one person might have fun, but it's a net negative fun for the format. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what, uh, you know what, uh, keeps mono green in check, them dying on turn three. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. mono green has literal zero outs to mm-hmm. to that deck. Yep. Like either version of it, it's just like, oh, I, I, there's, no, I, there's nothing for me here. I just die now. I still haven't seen the uh, the Quint version. Um, um, I, I've been playing quite a, I wouldn't say quite a bit, but 
I've been playing more than usual on Arena, mm-hmm. and I've run across the mirror a few times, but I still have not seen the Quint version. I have the I played the Quint version against it like a week ago. Yeah, and then um, I haven't played against it since. Yeah, and um, I would I did get my tinfoil hat out for uh for arena arena conspiracies because I switched to a deck that I thought was good against the cascade or the discover deck and then never saw it again and then never saw it again but then I played it like three out of four games or three out of four matches over the last couple of days and I was yeah. like okay like it's back okay <laughs> okay this is still in the format check yeah uh so like that'll be good. But like yep. we had like the format has this weird problem that um if mono green goes away like that probably makes Rakdos a little bit better mm-hmm. but like how good does like Lotus Field become? That's true. Right? Like you have these like uninteractive non-interactive combo decks that are like yeah. hard to interact with like Rakdos can, like, tear their hand apart, but they can still just, like, you know, uh, like, they're, like, one top deck away after they get a Lotus Field. Right. Um, so, be interesting to see if they're, like, okay with Lotus Field as, like, a deck. Which, I kind of think not, because if they were super content with Lotus Field existing in the format, like, I think they would have prioritized it for Arena. Yeah. And I- they haven't. Yeah, like like there are ver- there are like you know nerfed yeah, version same, on though. on arena. Oh yeah, they're not the same at all. But maybe like, but you don't see them very often. Yeah. Maybe they're like, oh, if we just banned hidden strings. Yeah. In pioneer, like literally only goes in one deck. You can play like a like C minus version of Lotus Field mm-hmm. if you want. Yeah, like the versions that I've seen, I don't. I really haven't kept up with what's being played in paper, but the versions I've seen on Arena have been run like Strict Proctor. Oh, so that's the blue-white control list. Oh, okay. So there's like an, an untap version mm-hmm. that plays um, like Vizier and something else that like untaps something. So it's closer to the um, to the paper version. Yeah. But like the blue black discontin no, sorry, the blue white like discontinuity Storm Proctor deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um pure misery. Yeah, no, yeah, it's pure misery. <laughs> I'm gonna play a Risen Reef. You played a three mana one one fool. Next. It's like, no, <laughs> I literally can't kill that card. I'm gonna uh, play four carnosaurs. Yeah. Uh so uh but yeah, there's that one. Which is like a kind of a version of blue white control, yeah. And then there's like ones that like I mean, it's very much a lotus field deck though. Oh, it is, it is. But I was yeah. thinking like lotus field combo, like yeah, dreams grip. I think dreams grips in, in no, maybe that's the modern version. Uh, but like hidden strings, vizier, um, like you know, and then like you like ramp into tutors and like nonsense. Mm-hmm. So like that. That it's weird that they were just like, we're not going to put it on arena, but 
here you go. Um, while we're talking about Pioneer real quick, one of the other things that they mentioned in the stream was that they kind of had a lengthy discussion about unbans. Okay. Which I thought was weird. Um, Pioneer is kind of a weird format anyway for anybody that wasn't around when Pioneer, Pioneer was conceived. They started with basically no bans other than the fetch lands, and it was kind of a Wild West free-for-all. And then they aggressively banned. Like, every week we made the joke a few times about the Olive Garden lunch, and then a ban comes out of it because that's basically what happened. There'd just be bans out of nowhere. Um, but because of that and how how much like magic has changed since the birthing of Pioneer... Uh, just in power level and complexity and fire design and all that. Some of the stuff that got, like, caught a quick ban early in the format may not necessarily need to be on the ban list anymore. Um, so th they kind of did have a lengthy discussion about unbans, too. Not that they want to, you know, break anything, kind of like they did with Golgari Grave Troll, where it got unbanned and then quickly went back on the ban list. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said it's definitely not like out of the possibility also. So real quick, the band pioneer band list, Balustrade spy, which they mm -hmm. just recently unbanned or banned and probably is not like, okay with all right. the MDFCs. Um, let's say my expressive iteration, not okay. Yep. Felidar guardian is there cause it combos with Sahili. Yep. They probably don't want to unban it because it's it might not sound like it, but it's basically the discover combo. Right. No, it's two cards. So it's not just mm -hmm. play one card and win. But like or you can think of it as like almost like a different version of um creativity. Mm -hmm. Where you just kinda have to like you play a control game and then you're like, oopsie, I win. Yeah. Um Splinter twin ish. Yeah. Field of the Dead, probably no bueno. Right. Floodish Inverter of Truth. I yeah, it's probably not good to have around. Like we're getting into all I the mean, next... the only thing it does is unfun, right? Like there's nothing or I shouldn't say fun. Unfair. There's nothing yeah. fair you're doing with un inverter of truth. True. Um, I don't know that that deck is good enough now. A, yeah, competitive power level now. Um, I mean, I, you could certainly play it, and I think mm -hmm. like you wouldn't be laughed out of a tournament. Um, but with some of the other stuff that's going on, I don't know that it's particularly yeah. competitive. Uh, Kethis, the Hidden Hand. I feel yeah. like there's just so much random graveyard hate now. Yeah, I don't. I think like, Kethis is probably fine. Fill, fill your graveyard, do shenanigans does not seem like a yeah. viable plan. And they've banned like a bunch of cards out of that deck besides Kethis too, right? I feel like that, that deck got shadow banned like four times before they actually banned Kethis. Well, they've been Teferi before Kethis as well? Or after? Yeah. Um, then Leyline of Abundance got banned super quick. Mm -hmm. uh, like, they can't unban it because, like, then yeah. Mono Green's just casting Cavaliers on turn two. Right. So probably don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, no, they would cast it on turn two because you go, like, yeah. No, I guess that'd be four mana on turn two. Land, elf, land. That's four mana. Still. Not yep. great. 
Um, Loris cannot ban that. Right. Nexus of Fate, like, again, that just leads to Bant Fogs, mm. which is, no one wants that. Cannot ban Oko. Right. Could you ban once upon, unban Once Upon a Time? I guess it gives you too much consistency. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's tough with mono green being a thing. Like, if mono green wasn't a thing, maybe you could. But, like, Once Upon a Time digs you deeper trying to find your Nykthos mm-hmm. or your gas. Yeah, it's consistency. Like, you, you f- it digs you deeper to find whatever piece like, you're I was thinking, like, Grease Fang. Just, like, kind of a free Grizzly Salvage. Oh, yeah. Right, because that deck's Abzan. So probably yeah. not... Uh, I think you can unban Smuggler's Copter. I think so, too. Like, that one just seems, like, silly. Like, where the power level of stuff is, and, like... Yeah. yeah it just seems like, I play my Smuggler's Copter. Cool, I exile it with my March of yeah. Otherworldly Light. We move on with our lives. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, Or, like, I crew it, Fatal Push it, Abrade it, like, any number yeah. of things. It just doesn't seem... And they keep printing vehicles that are, like, some percentage of Smuggler's Copter. Right. Like, they're like, what is the line we can walk up to? And it's like, none of them are playable. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a, it's a, it's one on a blue for a 3-4 that loots. It's on yeah. the ground. Yeah, no one's going to play that in Pioneer. But thank you. Um, cannot ban te- uh, Teferi. Right. Undercity Informer is a no. It's funny mm-hmm. that, like, a bunch of the cards, like... All the cards I play. Uh, under- <laughs> Why did they ban Underworld Breach? I forget what shenanigans were going on with Underworld Breach. Um, I, I know there was a Breach deck. I don't remember what it was. Was that like one of the early Lotus Field decks was a Breach deck? Maybe. Like you hit Breach and then you just win. So maybe. Yeah. Can unban Uro, really? No. Can unban Veil? Um, Walking Ballista died for, like, the wrong card sins. Right. Right, like, that was, we don't want to ban Heliod, so we'll ban Ballista. Yeah. But then, like, we also put Amala, which mm-hmm. kind of does the same thing. Yep. In the format. Yeah, that's a little bit weaker combo, though. The Amala one, or the... Yeah, the Amala one. Yeah, I guess one of the pieces is, like, indestructible. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, Walking Ballista would do, like... Like, Walking Ballista is not just a combo card. Like, it's right. only no, yeah. banned because of Heliod. Right. And now Heliod is not played at all. Like, you could ban Heliod Bring and Walking put Ballista Walking Ballista back, back. Enable it in some other decks. Yeah, and, like, have it as, like, a fair creature thing. Or, like... Yeah. You know, of course, then it would just turn into a mana sink for uh, mono green. Yeah, or I was gonna say like you make infinite mana with your lotus field, and then you just have your colorless yeah. thing to do. Uh, I I just want it so I can uh, have better better things with plus one plus one counters in my stupid artifact deck. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like borderline, but yeah. like it's it's fine and modern, mm-hmm. and like. I like. I don't know how good the creature combo decks are. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like just in general. Like when your when your best deck is like Jund. Yeah. Like it's kinda hard for your like second best deck to be Maliripod. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So like um if your best deck or second best deck is Rectos, yeah. it's kind of hard to be like, well, they have to assemble a bunch of creatures. It's mm-hmm. like, through my thought seizes and a braids and, 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 yeah. Right? Like, I, I think I'm okay with that as, like, a thing that they, that they try. Yeah. Um, Wilderness Reclamation, also, like, up to no good. Right. But, like, I don't know, there's so, there's so many cards that just are like that like have Isn't, this. Uh, I, I don't know if you just skipped over it or if it's not on the ban list, but like Othanissa wasn't that banned? It was banned and they took it back off. Oh, they did take it off. Okay. They took it back off. It's not on Arena though, right? It's not on Arena. Okay. So like you see people playing like the, maybe that's where I got confused. Then they play the oh gosh, what is it called? The battle. Yeah. battle for Ixalan or whatever that like looks at four and you get to put a land or a creature in your hand or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I think that would be Oath of Nyssa mm-hmm. in like an ideal world. Yeah, but they banned it and then they unbanned it because it was like too good in mono green because they're like at least it leaves around a pit for devotion. It's like you just keep printing green, 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 unkillable <laughs> monsters. Yeah. Uh, like I don't think that one green pips the problem here, right? Um, but yeah, like wilderness wreck is kind of like free and like just kind of leads to like long obnoxious like turns, mm-hmm. and like kind of encourages the same kind of deck that you get from like uh, creativity, where it's like I'm a blue red control deck, right. And then I have some way to like take advantage of wilderness reclamation, and I think it's like way better with uh, memory deluge, probably. Where you get to like play it and say go, and then you're just like deluge, and you're just like, oh, okay, now they have their pieces. Yeah. Um, and then Winota, like, it's like a, it's like a creature combo card that just kind of has like a reasonable A plan, and then there are just times where you, like, lose the game on the spot because they attacked. So probably can't unband it. So, like, there's a handful of cards, probably, like, three Mm -hmm. or four that you can probably unban and not, like, wreck the format. Yeah. I I just thought it was interesting that they were talking about Pioneer specifically and mentioned, like, unbans. I mean, they Um, they could be looking at, like, like, if you told me that they were going to unban Kethis, like, I don't think that would do anything. Well, so another thing that they kind of went into at length was talking about how, like, they have insider information. Okay. About, like, what's coming, what's being printed, what's in development, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went into this unban thing. So I don't know, like, if they're expecting something to come. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I just thought it was, like, interesting in... In the context that they gave it, of of so. un of unbanning being like we know what's coming. Well, the, in Pioneer, where like the ban list isn't huge to begin with, yeah, and like most of the things are there for a reason, and then they start talking about unbans, and then they start talking about we know what's coming down the pipeline. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So. um... 
that's pioneer talk. Yep. And so modern will have a ban. Yeah, they, like they specifically called out that Pioneer and Modern will have something banned next week. Okay. Um, that is just me letting you know that it will have a ban. Didn't mean to be so blunt. No, that's fine. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, something tells me uh, it's probably something from Scam. Yeah. Yep. Did they like hint at that or is that just like we have brain cells and we can figure this out? Um... They more than hinted at it. That was basically the only deck they talked about at length was Scam. Okay. So. 25% of the metagame, Scam, uh, might be well, a problem. Like, they didn't call out any actual numbers, but they made a point to talk about how Fury is um, keeping small creature decks from being competitive. And how... Kind of like the pod thing, how it like limits what creatures they can print. Um, they said that these like one mana, they like printing those one mana, bring a thing back cards, mm-hmm. like undying or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they're problematic with things like fury and grief. So. So what you're telling me is putting free spells into modern is a problem. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm telling you. I don't necessarily think that's they might not necessarily agree. Yeah. I very much got the feeling from this stream that what you and I have been saying for, I don't know, six months, a year, whatever, is 100% correct. That Pioneer is modern. Modern is legacy. Legacy is vintage. And vintage is dead. <laughs> Sick. Um... Be- because Because of this stuff. Like, they specifically called out that modern is a place for these cards to go. It's a set that they can just print things into. That's what Legacy used to be. It's a set for these sorts of really powerful interactions. That's what Legacy used to be. And they said that they're looking at um, curating the format more for fun than for competitive, which is kind of what Legacy used to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be really weird if Pioneer became like, if Pioneer, like, took Modern's place, like, in people's hearts? In terms well, of, Well, I mean, like, you got to think about, like, people, though. Like, was it last week we were talking about, like, the explosion of players in Magic? Mm. And, like, what percentage of them have come into the game within the last, like, three years compared to, like, those of us that are left from seven years ago? Yeah, so, like those new players probably don't have an attachment to modern. Right. And Fair. honestly, for a lot of time that they've been playing the game, like modern probably hasn't been great. When was the last time modern was great? I don't think for a while. Yeah. Um, it'd also be funny if they like banned beans in modern, just like, oops, well, <laughs> oops. I mean, they, oops about that. They, I said that they really, the only deck that they talked about was scam. Um, but they did mention beans a couple times. Uh, I don't know that they like scam was definitely mentioned in the context of getting a ban. Mm-hmm. Not that they said it was getting a ban, but it was in like the same same sentence. We're thinking about banning cards. Have you seen the scam deck? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, whereas beans, they they brought up a couple times 
not in the content. Like they talked about it a few different times during the stream, but it wasn't in the same sentence as we're banning something. It okay. Was, like this deck exists. Here's an interaction. Here's an interaction. Here's an interaction. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So. And then legacy is we're only going to ban it if people complain. Ban stuff if people complain. Basically, yeah. Uh, they specifically said that their ban philosophy for legacy is shifting towards um, community sentiment rather than like hard numbers. Okay. Which kind of goes in line with it being a dead format. Or I shouldn't say dead format. There's a lot of people that love legacy. I Un- love legacy. You love legacy. Unsupported? Yes, unsupported is the word. Like it, you know, like you said, it's taking the spot of vintage where like yeah. Unless something is like truly egregious, yep, they're not gonna do anything, and so, like, legacy's probably gonna look like legacy looks unless something is like truly, truly egregious, right? So, hmm. um, they also said that they're yeah. currently happy with the state of legacy. Uh, they specifically called out that there's like four variants of the Delver deck, which they thought was great. They specifically called out all of the stuff that PK has been complaining about. Uh, the whole days brainstorm thing. Mm-hmm. No sacred cows. They specifically called out that force of will brainstorm, yada, 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 are the backbone of legacy. And that's why people play and they're unlikely to ever catch a ban. <laughs> there we go. Yep. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Sadly, those are the those are the moxin of legacy in terms yeah. of like these cards probably aren't. Uh, no, force of will I think is necessary, but like brainstorm might not be the the best power level wise. But it is something that has been around for a long time, and we're not going to get rid of it. So yeah, like uh, it's that been makes around sense. Since ninety five. Yeah. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get rid of this card. It's been around since before Legacy was Legacy. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's just Legacy is just like. Eh, it's in this spot where like it's fine, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know it happens so infrequently. Right. Right. <laughs> I remember I was telling. Oh gosh, what is her name? I cannot remember. Anyway. I was like, I was like, the legacy to me is like there's you have your force of will deck, your chalice mm-hmm. deck, and your depths deck. Those are <laughs> those are the pillars of legacy, and it's like I have I have a chalice deck I like to play, I have a depths deck that is shadow banned, yep. and then I have uh, and then like I just kind of like bounce around with like what is my force of will deck going to be? Mm-hmm. If my force of will deck can also be a chalice deck, just bonus points. Yep. And he, could could also be a depths deck. It it could it could. Um, oh, so my wife sent me like, oh hey, this like store that does like uh, one of those like uh, companies that like Magic's done some crossover with was mm-hmm. doing like a sale on like shirts, and she's like, is there anything that you want? And I'm like, like I really don't need a like hoodie with a uh, the uh, crank. Uh, uh, surgical extraction art on it like probably <laughs> not 
but I sent but I like sent her the Coalesce Apparel link to Merit Lage 2020. Oh yeah, and she was like, "Why does it look like a Trump shirt? Why does it say Mar- like <laughs> I thought it said Mar-a-Lago." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no. So I, I explained who our Lord and Savior Merit Lage was, That's and then right. like showed her a picture of the token. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just, <laughs> this is just simply, simply Merit Lage. Um, I think you're going to move in with your in-laws there. Yeah, she was like, oh, <laughs> he converted. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so I might be I might be rocking a Merit Lage 2020 shirt. Uh, one. Nice. Uh, um, uh, one uh, one podcast I did a while back. I don't know if she was able to find it. They had a uh, uh, a Golos mm-hmm. uh, shirt that was Golos Pilgrim versus the World. That's pretty good. And like kind of in the art style of Scott Pilgrim. And I was like, yeah. uh, it was uh, what was his name? Patrick Sullivan was wearing it on one of the receivables. So I'm like, I want this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> if you can find this, I want this shirt. The shirt is good. All right. And then, uh, not related to bands. Yeah, I mean, there was some other stuff in the announcement, but I uh, I only took notes on the super important stuff because I was kind of working on something special. It didn't pan out. Um, <laughs> He's so I sad. Really hard. He's so sad. It was I an hour really of like, hard. what if we click this button? <laughs> no. Well, that, that was only after I started the call. You should have seen me like trying to scrub the video <laughs> like i think that was the quickest i've ever gone through a video and edited it and rendered it like ever <laughs> you're like good job computer uh well but- it wouldn't like i don't have youtube premium so it wouldn't let me download it oh so i had to like play it in real time and screen grab it and it's an hour long so i got out of work started that and then had to edit it down i went from an hour down to like 20 minutes and then render it, and nice. that's when I started trying to like put stuff together in Streamlabs, and it just yeah. it fell apart. All right, I tried it's, really hard though. <laughs> he did, he did. So then we have a uh, Cons of Tarkir. Yeah, is uh, is coming to uh, remastered is coming to Arena on the twelfth. Yep, December twelfth. Um, I guess that they're calling that Retro Day because that's also when. Um, Bravnica Remastered is getting mostly spoiled. Okay. Uh, I think they said that they're they're spoiling that set like over two days, like the entire set, and th- it's also when this is coming out. So, all right then, just yep. can't stop, won't stop. That's right. Dump it on us. Just. Keep I mean, it. I'm stoked for cons on Arena. Oh yeah, no, I think that'll be. Uh, we might get me playing some limited again. Yeah, I have so little time, man. <laughs> so little time. <laughs> well, lucky for you, it's coming out over winter break. Yes, um, but um, I think we had talked about maybe like kind of reviewing some of the like key cards from like limited. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, honestly, like I feel kind of ashamed to admit this, but this was before I really got into limited. Oh man. Yeah, this, this like was... I, I mean, I, I played some limited, some cons limited, but I wasn't, I wasn't a four times a week drafter like you were. Yeah, I who I had, uh, I still like I've gone through my cons box multiple times. I still have over three. I still have close to three thousand commons and uncommons just from cons. Yeah, and I've sold a bunch. Um, 
But, like, once it gets spoiled, we can go through and maybe, like, call out some of the, like, hey, this card was really good. Yeah, I don't know, like... I'm not sure how it's going to roll out. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, these are the cards, now go play. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know if we're going to have time to do an episode. We'll it. see. Like, I mean, we could do one like as it releases, I guess, but I don't think there's going to be a week in between spoilers. Yeah, well, there's like starts. the 12th is a Tuesday? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. So if they dump it on us, we could like do the episode that night and then get it to the yep. people. Like I could, We could get it up like early or get it up on like Thursday. And be yeah. like, hey, these are the cards you shouldn't pass. Sure. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Journey to the Center of Ixalan. Uh, I have played zero limited. I've been yeah, a bad, I don't, bad podcaster. I don't know if I talked about it on the show or if it was just something me and you were talking about or if it was the pre-show or whatever. Um, the limited environment feels fine. It's definitely not an all-timer. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't find a lot that I had great success with, but I didn't feel like I was out of every game, which is kind of just like a math format for me. Like there's yeah. nothing that's really drawn me to play some more. It, like normally in limited, I like to find like the cracks and then like get in there before everybody else mm-hmm. does and like do my thing. And then I'll kind of get bored and move on. I never really found my cracks in this format. So, listening to LR last week, some yeah. of the cracks are one mana, one ones. No, just being aggressive. This is another format where, like, now they're at uncommon, but you get, like, Cenote Scout yeah. that can come in and be a 2 2 mm-hmm. or draw you a card. You get the uh, the blue thing that, give, that makes a map, mm-hmm. right? The 1 1 flyer. Uh, there's like another like common maybe like one two flyer and then you like put pants on it. So there's oh, okay. like kind of if you remember um Keldheim, the like was it like Battle Hawk or whatever? It was like yeah. a one two like flying first strike. Mm-hmm. And then you just like put pants Battle on Raptor. it. Battle Raptor, yeah. You just like put like pants on it and then like go yeah. to town. So it sounds like this format at least early on, had some of that going that. on, where you just, like, you get a bunch of, like, goblin guides with extra steps. Yeah. And some percentage of the time, they're just goblin guides. Mm-hmm. And then you beat down with your collection of goblin guides. Okay. Uh, but... Um, I mean, I kind of... Like, that was one of the decks I was playing with, was um, red with the goblin. It's like a 1-2, yep. and if you have an artifact, it gets, like, plus 1, plus 0, oh, or whatever. Um, I drafted a bunch of them and I don't know. I never, like I said, I never really found the crack that I wanted to. So I kind of moved on. Yeah. I have not played it. Uh, like I said, like, did they like the format or not? Um, I think like LSV had drafted a lot, but he just drafts everything a lot. So, right. I don't know. Like it was new enough that they hadn't like. Gotcha. Like usually, like a couple weeks in, we'll be like, if Q- like Mar- Marshall's thing is like, if Cube comes up and he leaves for Cube, and then yeah. doesn't want to come back, yeah, that's when he's kind of like, eh. Oh, unrelated. They do the uh, the LR versus the Lords of Limited mm-hmm. showdown. Uh, they're not doing it this uh, this uh, time. Why not? 
Because Arena Direct Challenge is bugged. Oh. And they can't challenge each other. Well, it kind of makes it hard, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It makes it very hard. And, like, one of them, like, doesn't have a Magic Online account. Like, I think it's uh, Metronome or Tupperware doesn't have, like, uh, a Magic Online account. So they just don't, they don't want to play a Magic Online. So they're like, we're not going to do this until, like, Arena Direct Challenge works. Yeah. So, good job, Arena team. I mean, I don't know why Arena Deck or Direct Challenge would stop working. It has not worked in the past. Remember, like, we were doing our things? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be times where it wouldn't it work. super consistent. Yeah, like, I don't know. You'd think that, like, this would be a pretty base-level function, but apparently yeah. it is harder than, than we thought. Um, so, yeah. Um, I have thought about Standard. Mm-hmm. I have not played any Standard. I, I just also wa- not played any standard. I I, I just want to like dinosaur into uh, uh, invasion of Alora, mm-hmm. and then like just put like twenty power on the board and blow up some permanents. <laughs> but um, I have not gotten to do that yet because I've been playing Explore. So have I. Um, so that's what I was messing with. You yep. I. You I've been I, a degenerate. Thank you. I've not been. Strange. Yep. <laughs> well, I um, figure one of us has to. And... One of us has to do it. <laughs> so you've been playing the Discover deck. What version of the Discover deck have you been playing? Um, the creature version, I guess. Not the Quint version. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. I'm having fun with it. It's uh, certainly not unbeatable. And the meta is changing to combat it for sure. Um, I know you mentioned something during the pre-show about uh, having having adapted and now mm-hmm. having matchups against it. Um, I yeah. have seen that also. Uh, lots of like main deck hate against it. But also stuff that's not even really hate. Like The deck is interruptible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think last week I mentioned something about like you can interact with the deck for sure. All it takes is a well-timed removal spell or like a piece of discard and you're put so far behind that it doesn't really matter what you do. Mm -hmm. And at least that version of the deck, I I can't talk about the Quint version because I've, I haven't seen the deck played and I haven't played it, but this version is reasonably easy to set up the first time for, to try and go off. It's really difficult the second time and it's just about impossible. The third time you just don't have enough pieces left. Yeah. So I I didn't play it because I was kind of thinking really all it takes to beat the deck is like instant speed interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, let that be counter spells or removal. Yeah. So I started playing, um, it's an old version, but I started playing uh, Creativity. Mm-hmm. Because, right, you have... Um, is it fire prophecy? Yep. That always kills the the appraiser. Yep. You have volcanic spite that always kills the appraiser, and then you have um, uh, make disappears. Yep. That um, 
well, not always kills. Uh, uh, can you can typically get one of the like you can either get the initial um, creature mm-hmm. uh, on the way down, uh, or later in the game. Like you can use that spell earlier, and then later in the game, hold up your removal, or yep. like you know you you know make a make a might or you have a, a two two and then you get to like counter it for four and you're like in, in good spot with the appraiser or if they you know have to play the dinosaur that's pretty much just a hard counter for the dinosaur. Yep. And then like you end the game quickly. Mm-hmm. Like you're not fiddling around with like, oh no, I have to like um I have to like win with a bunch of one ones. It's like no you just like thirty someone. Right, like, like there are, you can definitely just go like, okay, counter your thing, untap, win. Right, and it's like, okay, let's. That's simple enough. So I've been playing that. So I've been on that side of it. But what's and, fresh, okay? Like realistically, you you mentioned you know cheap interaction or whatever. Um, if you can disrupt the turn three appraiser. Like you have plenty of time to do whatever the hell you want because mm-hmm. like that deck takes so much to get that turn three appraiser. You've taken so much out of their hand to try and go off again. The quickest they're gonna they're not gonna have another appraiser in their hand. The quickest you're gonna do it's turn, you know, six to catch the dinosaur and like you've got three more turns before they do anything. Like yeah. that deck is so hard to go like back to back, try and go off. Mm-hmm that you have all the time in the world to do something. You don't even have to win the next turn. If you're like applying any pressure throughout the game, you're, you probably got it. If you can disrupt them the first time. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like one removal spell. Yeah. Uh, and you're fine. But like, I understand the sentiment of like, this is not a fun play pattern to have Mm -hmm. because you definitely have situations where you're like, um. Uh, you might want to play a deck that doesn't have a bunch of interspeed interaction, right? Where you're like, you know, my little green white artifact deck, like mm-hmm. literally can't play it right. because you're like, oh, oh, I got a bunch of power on the board, and you just get comboed, and you're like, okay, well, like, so like it ends up putting if that's one of your best decks, it pushes a bunch of your other decks out of the format it does but it also like oddly enables some decks that would have been fringe otherwise like i made a quick list here of hate cards that like i have actually run into playing this deck um Dranith magistrate stops this deck dead in its tracks mm-hmm. uh archon of Amiria or rule of law both stop this deck dead in its tracks mm-hmm Settle the wreckage. If you get settled, you are not going to win the game because you don't have anything left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashiok Dream Render stops you from searching, so you can't. Um, Eldritch Evolution. Uh, okay, yeah. I was, like, I was like, what do you need? But you still like can put. Or, well, I guess if you hit the evolution, then you then the evolution is a, is a stop. Right. Okay. Uh, Necromentia. Mm. 
hit the dinosaur and then whatever else they're doing doesn't matter yeah a bunch of three twos isn't really that scary right or like the giant like it it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um like dranus magistrate and archon of Amiria do run into the dinosaur problem Right, they're three they, t- they died a dinosaur, yeah. Yeah, they're three toughness. Um, so, like... Right, but if your opponent is using a, your their dinosaur to kill your hate piece, like, that's kind of the same thing as a removal spell. Fair. Fair. You're stopping them from going off in a turn, and you're taking a potential piece for, the, for them to go off out of their hand. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, like, run into the Archon of Amiria, and I was just like, oh, I know yeah. why you're here. Yeah. Like, this this makes sense. Mm-hmm. So... And, like, I got settled. Like, that's that, just brutal. <laughs> that card comes up every so often, and you, like, always forget it exists, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That is a thing that can, that is legal to happen in this format. Well, I saw the mana up, and I was like, oh, they're going to Wandering Emperor. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like, what I was getting nope. ready to say. Like, <laughs> for, like, for, like, two years, five years ago, yeah. or four years ago, we were, like, trained that four mana up meant you're going to get settled. Right. And then for the last two years, four mana, two white, white up meant you're getting Emperored. Right. And then they, they get the sneaky, actually, it's settled now. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I get, like I still got him through a wandering emperor. That's fine. Like, nope. <laughs> do you not have them through a settle the wreckage? Nope. Was no, not no. fine. I do um, not have that many basics in my deck. <laughs> I mean, I've uh, oh gosh, what was I playing? Oh, I was playing uh, uh, thing, and uh, oh gosh, creativity, and I got stone brained. Oh, there you go. Still one, I think. Just was like, all right, I guess we're on the uh, the the two two beatdown plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I beat someone where I they like, I think they stone brained me, and I had like five power on board, and they knew I had a uh, a, uh, a Xenagos in my hand, mm-hmm. and I cast a Xenagos off my treasures and doubled the power of my uh, oh. goblin and killed them. <laughs> did exactly seven i was like sick so like, um, we did it i guess any of the like hushwing griffs do this too although i haven't run into any of them yeah like stern proctor would stern do it proctor yeah um again dies to the dinosaur but then like i said you're you're trading trading for their piece so yeah i think that's ultimately a win yeah so you do like there are ways to deal with it. It definitely has the, um, kind of like the the invasion of Alora deck that did really well. It's like first weekend, yeah. Uh, and then people like kind of realize what was up, and they're like, okay, well we can't can't keep losing to this. Yeah, that's kind of another point that I wanted to make is that you know there was a lot of talk on X and in our Discord and everywhere basically about how this deck is broken, this deck needs a ban, blah, 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 blah. And I think it's important to remember that this, the way that people see magic now isn't the way that magic always was. And, you know, back when we were scrappy up-and-coming tournament grinders, 
you'd watch your coverage, you'd listen to some tournament coverage, you'd look at tournament results, and you'd kind of formulate a plan for what you were going to play the following week based on what the meta was mm -hmm. set at the previous week. Um, I think now with the pace at which games get played on Arena, um, people kind of forget that there is a meta game because you're just like endlessly you're incentivized to just keep jamming decks into each other and you forget that there's a meta game that you can like tweak your deck and grow and evolve mm. and now the meta has shifted and i don't think this deck is even necessarily the right choice anymore because mm. it just gets clowned by so much stuff that people sh realistically should be playing anyway like yeah. subtle wreckage is a great card that people should probably be playing um removal like people should be playing some sort of interaction like that's these I, aren't wild concepts i um i i was the one who was like the format's kind of unplayable now and it was but it was because like i should have been like, for like the deck i was playing Right, well, like, I mean, it's not just you. Like, the sentiment was all over X yeah. and yeah, well, and everything but like, else. But then I was like, how do you beat this deck? Like, if the thing doesn't resolve, they lose. Yeah. And they only have, like, eight things that matter. Right. And if the... um, uh, Or if you kill the thing, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Right. So you just play a, a deck that is full of those things... And you like win the game relatively easily. Mm -hmm. I don't even think your deck has to be full of those things. Like you can, you can run some sort of interaction and not be warping your deck around, like beating the thing. You know? What yeah. I mean? Well, it's it is a question of if you're like a red deck, right? Like, so like I think there are twelve cards in um, uh, creativity that kill the appraiser mm -hmm. less that kill dinosaur right so like the counter right. spells are more valuable to get to get that um but like you know you definitely can't play the was it molten collapse yeah right you can't play molten collapse in a meta game where the geologic appraiser combo exists Mm -hmm. Right, because you just lose the game and you just stare at your two-mana removal spell that you can't cast. Yep. Right. But, like, you also have to be mindful of, like, that since Quintorius Khan exists, you're like, well, you know, Fiery Impulse is great, but it doesn't yeah. kill... It doesn't hit Planeswalkers. So you're like, well, I have... I You have to make sure you also have ways to deal with that. But, no, mm -hmm. you definitely can, like not warp your deck but make choices like again like oh yeah. i like molten collapse but i guess i have to play infernal grasp yeah or uh i guess there's not a two mana removal spell that kills a planeswalker well i guess bitter ordeal does sure right so yeah you make those kind of concessions where like i can't play this card because of this reason mm -hmm. uh just like a while back uh gosh cedric was playing um so i think it was like a blue black control deck and people were like why don't you play uh in modern he's like why don't you play uh heartless act 
And he was like, I want you to think long and hard about the cards being played in the format. And that's when you had a uh, Murktide region everywhere. Yeah. And he was fig- just trying to kill Murktide. Figure out why I'm not playing Heartless Act and I'm playing. He was, I think he was playing Go for the Throat or sure. something. But, like, just think about long and hard why I'm not playing Heartless Act. And it's like, yeah, like, it doesn't kill a Murktide region. Right. So, like, yes, it is better in many situations. But in this one situation, it is very much worse. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, just, like... Yeah, like the deck is annoying, but like beatable, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be a thing that like is like around. I don't know yeah. if it's a deck that's going to go to zero or go to zero like anytime soon, right? So like you just have to be like mindful, but just kind of like Amala, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to have instant speed removal to kill either the wire wild growth walker or the Amala. Yep. And you kind of have to be able to do it multiple times. Yeah, I mean, th- that deck is actually, I think, harder to interact with mm-hmm. than the Discover deck is. Yeah. Because, like, all- like, that deck actually has a game plan otherwise. It has a game plan otherwise, and it also just has, like, a bunch of ways to get the pieces. Right. Right? Like, you have... Um, uh, Right. They have Court of Calling. They had Collected Company. They have uh, Extraction Specialist. Yep. Right. Like you just have all these ways to rebuy and find your pieces. So, like, that's why, like, what is it? Rending Volley? Mm-hmm. Like, Rending Volley is a good card in your, like, sideboard of a red deck, right? It kills Amala. Mm-hmm. It kills Grease Fang. Yep. Um,. And it kills Quintorius when you down yep. it. Like, it just yep. kind of covers all the bases. Um, and you don't have to play the ward on Amala. Right. Um, so, like, like just stuff like that where you're like, oh, I can play running, running Volley and it kind of covers these three decks. Where, like, maybe you would play something else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just being mindful. But uh, the fact that you got settled, it, like, just breaks my heart. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> like that's I mean one... it was great. Like I, I was I was oddly happy to see it, but at the same time I was completely blown out. That's one of those things where you're like it's like it's like you wish you had like a read on chat just to be like well played. I forgot that was a card. Yeah. Like, oops, got a scoop. Yep. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. All of my damage is exiled now. Yes. Cannot do anything. Yeah. I only have uh, two clones left in my deck. Cannot win. Um, they had one of those, uh, like, grids for, like, a, a recent event. I forget where it was. And the best performing deck was Blue-White Control. Yeah. And then uh, create uh, Discover was um, under, had an under 50% win rate. Not surprising in a field of blue white control. Yeah, like you're just like, oh yeah, I can't like, I can't, I can't win, because like even if they like, yeah. you know, have a cavern of souls to like force through their appraiser, 
then you just counter the clone. Right. Or you're like, fine, resolves, kill it. Right. So. All right. We're about an hour in. Mm-hmm. So do we want to do odds these odds and ends, or do you want to just call it we can odds and ends next week? Uh, I mean, we could not do odds and ends. All- this, okay, uh, that is also a, I, an option. I wrote this episode yesterday before the surprise weekly MTG stream. So before was, the surprise, we might ban things. Yeah. We might pay attention to your formats. Yep. So that was uh, that was filler for what the episode would have been. All right. Anyway, it would not break my heart if we don't get to it. All right. So with all that, I think we got a show. We got a show. So if you want to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all that jazz, uh, links are in the description. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Surf on over, do your shopping, support the show. We'd appreciate it. If you want to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. You get to look at our show notes, you get to listen to our pre-show, and when I have stuff to send out, I'll send it to you. Um, If you like any of that, or if you just want to show us how much we mean to you, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Chip a couple bucks in and support the show. Yeah. Got anything else for this week? I don't think so. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets.